0: One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is a former co host of Radio Glamorgan's Daydreamers, a broadcaster in her own right and still actively involved with Radio Glamorgan. That's Claudia Hamilton. And we'll hear from Claudia after her first choice, which is from Madonna. Claudia, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm fine, thank you. How are good, you? very well.
0: We were just saying, what, over 30 years old? It all. must
1: be, yeah. Close to 40. And it still <laughs> sounds good. It still sounds like it was, you know, relevant today. Yeah. Mm. Um,
0: you're very welcome to this district of Music Was My First Love. Tell me about the first choice in the Queen of Pop.
1: I remember that song. I was about eight. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first one that really i remember from that age that had an impact on me and i was singing it everywhere and i really liked the sort of the gospel part at the end i mean madonna was huge at that time so i did listen to her as a result of that song i bought you know the following albums and yeah. stuff when i was a bit older but it, it did shape my music taste at the time and i do quite like a bit of gospel or that kind of style in a song so yeah i can't
0: imagine you ate
1: i look the same
0: (laughs) you've been a volunteer with radio glamorgan on and off since about 97 that's right yeah um how and why did you first get
1: involved well i was 18 ish and i was going to college and i was studying media studies and i really wanted to get into radio so i came and volunteered um right about that time in 1997 when the studio was then actually in the basement of the hospital and you had to go down these dark corridors with all the pipes, you know.
0: It's amazing how many guests remember that, <clears>
1: actually. <clears <throat> yeah, and we did everything on LPs, I think, back then. So it was a totally different experience. I remember being terrified of speaking on my first show. I thought I was just going to watch. <laughs> 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 but it was great and it really built my confidence and helped me, you know, get on air. From the Queen
0: of Pop to the late King of Pop and the much-missed Michael Jackson. You a big fan?
1: I was at that age, again, yeah, yeah, another one that sort of shaped my music tastes at that age and really got me into sort of mainstream chart music at that time. And I do actually remember buying Smash Hits magazine back in those days because they would do um, pages that, with lyrics from the popular yeah. songs, and we would get them. And then on Thursday night, we'd sit and watch Top of the Pops, me and all my friends, <laughs> and sing along to the lyrics that were in Smash Hits. So that was my real sort of first introduction into the world of the charts and music. That was sort and was of it stuff. this album? Um, yes, it would have been yes. <gasps>
0: Has always been a part of your life?
1: Yes, yeah, since about that age, eight.
0: And have you got older siblings?
1: Yes, but they live away from They're and sister, so right, so you. They're half brothers and sisters. Right. I wasn't really influenced by their choices. Because no. a lot of
0: people we've had on with older siblings are. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess my mum was a big influencer, but I'm not really in the same... I don't like the same sort of stuff that you like.
0: I don't think any of us do like what our parents like. Your third choice is from Queen. Tell us about "One Vision."
1: It's my favourite Queen song. I do love Queen. They're one of my favourite bands. But this song, I just love it. It's just got a lot of energy to it. It's really a beat, and I love the ending—the way it surprises you with the yes, lyrics. Yeah, and it always used to make me wonder what it was actually about because it could be so many things. Um, but I think it was actually the band. It was about them having the same vision of, you know, putting their music in the yeah. way they wanted to go because they'd had a lot of fights and yeah. stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I've loved Queens from a young age. I think Freddie Mercury died when I was about 11 or 12. Bohemian Rhapsody became number one again. And from and there on the audience. Yeah, for, for, to us. So I started listening to it. I think I borrowed a cassette from my neighbour for um, one of their albums. So for me at that age, sort of at 12... I started listening to Queen and just absolutely loved it and got into the music. Claudia Hamilton's third choice
0: on this edition of Music was My First Love, Queen and One Vision. How did you get involved with broadcasting on a professional level because you've been with a few stations?
1: Yeah, I have, yeah. So I went away and I got my degree and then I came back to Cardiff and rejoined Radio Glamorgan that summer And it was the best. I did a breakfast show all through the summer and then I joined the Daydreamers show. I think it was that one. And I made loads of contacts, basically, who were all the sort of same age and they were all going off into different jobs. And one of those contacts started working at Bridge FM and before long said, oh, we need somebody to cover news reading and knew that I'd done a degree in in media. And I'd specialised in radio and journalism. Uh, through, through, Through her, she basically said, would you like to come and do some cover work? So I did that for a while, and then before long a spot opened up and I already knew the job, and that was it from there, basically. And has
0: it mainly been newsreading? Have you done presenting? Shows? I've done a little bit of presenting,
1: yeah, yeah but it's, I was always employed as a broadcast journalist. Yeah. So, But then I would do other stuff. I became the ice hockey reporter in Peterborough because no one else knew about ice hockey, mm-hmm. so I used to go and cover the games and interview the players and stuff like that, and you'd get involved in shows. You know, we'd do a special Christmas show. i turned the Christmas lights on with the drive-time presenter of bridge fm because i was always on her show yeah. she, so we did that together so you do get involved in other things as well wherever you work yeah
0: your fourth <clears throat> choice is from you 40 and here i am come and take me
1: yeah same sort of age so sort of early teens i think it was labor of love 2 that was out around about yeah. then and i i really liked the songs i really liked the beats it was really sort of mellow but really good music to listen to and it kind of got me into a bit of reggae that was a bit of the style of the time as well i don't know if you remember sort of shackle yes, and some flyers yeah. coming out so that whole genre sort of opened up to me through ub40 i would say and this was my absolute favorite song
0: choice claudia is a bit of rock from bon jovi tell me about lay your hands on me
1: yeah well in high school all my friends were into bon jovi and i was still listening to sort of poppy reggae bit of rock but not that much and they kind of fitted across all of those really and they brought out an album called crossroads when i was about 15 maybe and that's how i really got into them at that point i I had that album on cd it must have been by then i started listening to bon jovi and yeah I had about five or six different albums from them at that time, and they did come to Cardiff, actually, in, ooh, it would have been 95 um, for the Crossroads Tour, and it was my first concert that I ever went to as well in the old Arms Park, so... That really sort of set me off on the Bon Jovi fan journey that I've been on, and um, it was an amazing concert. They were so good live. Um, Did you
0: see them on the bandstand? No, but the actually, top of, I was there. The that's, top of how Away. I,
1: that's how I got my free ticket. Was right. because all my friends had bought tickets for the concert, and one of them said, "Oh, I've seen them on the bandstand. I don't want it anymore. Do you want to buy it off me half price?" So I said <laughs> yes. <laughs> and went to the concert so it was fantastic
0: because I was there and there was this whispers going around it was Bon Jovi Mm. I went home went back to my car went home got my camera yeah days before mobiles came back and they still hadn't come on it was still just people wandering around and whispers about them
1: Amos and professional widow you're listening to music was my first love and for me that song just represents a period in my life when I first went club in Cardiff mm. <laughs> and really got into the sort of mainstream dance uh, and house music scene so that would have been maybe mid to late 90s when this came out and the, the genre became huge at that point and, and I still love it you know I went to Ibiza last year and um I'm still into that sort of house dance music.
0: But that was very different to anything she'd done before. It
1: was. It was totally different. I mean, no one even knew that it was her. No, I mean, she she, was the
0: new Kate Bush when people were saying.
1: Yeah, it was totally different. But I think it reinvented her as well, because that that song was huge.
0: Tell me what Daydreamers was or is.
1: Well, basically, I think it started off as a, a road show. So they used to go out and do actual gigs you know in like the students union and places like this um and they always used to play the song what's it what's what to it called now i've forgotten it now nick or kill me
0: <laughs> daydream believer that's it daydream
1: yeah. believer <laughs> sorry nick <laughs> and then that became the theme you know we always used to sing that song and everyone or everyone would join in and then it became our show, basically, and that was the theme of our show. But every week, we'd, we'd do a different theme, but we were called the Daydreamers. We, we did all kinds of themes. For example, in 2017, when we had the Champions League final, we did a whole football-related show. So it was like a quiz about football, all the songs were to do with football. So every week, it was a different theme. Mm. Um, and it was great. Everyone really got involved in that. I think we remember doing a James Bond-themed show. There's just so many songs. Were you there really from fun. the start? No, I wasn't there from the start. I've kind of dipped in and out of... of Daydreamers, but I'm an honorary member. You could say because yes. I've been coming back and forth so much. So well, yeah,
0: listen, you're an honorary member of the Midweek Makes. You've been in yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: one of the things I love, Claudia, about this series is when uh, nine out of ten choices are fairly straightforward. Yeah. And the tenth is a bit curveball.
1: Okay. And I've
0: had a few. I had one where. Nine of the songs were all country music. Oh, really? And the tenth one was Lily the Pink by The Scaffold. (laughs) So tell me about Faithless and Insomnia.
1: Well, as I said, this this is the same sort of period when it was sort of the mid to late 90s and dance music was really in and everyone had their song, you know. So all my group of friends, we'd go out to to these clubs in Cardiff and when their song came on, they'd go, ah, they'd scream and they'd run to the dance floor. Well, this was my song, Insomnia, and everywhere I've been, on holiday literally every holiday I've been on that's played somewhere when I've been on the dance floor and whenever it's been my birthday, like my 18th, my 21st yeah. this is the song that always gets played for me because I love it so much and everyone that knows me knows that I love this song Deep in the
0: bosom of the gentle night is when I search for the light, pick up my pen and
1: start to write, I struggle to fight dark forces in the clear moonlight without fear song before, I
0: can't No sleep. We spoke earlier about growing up uh, with music at home, that it was your mum's and it was just different, not stuff that you wanted to listen to. Uh, (laughs) Did you pick a lot of stuff up then from school friends, what they were listening to?
1: Yeah, school friends and my neighbours and then radio as well. Obviously, that was a huge factor for me and my teens because we used to... (laughs) We used to record stuff on our cassettes, you know, of songs that we liked that were on the radio. Everyone had a mixtape, and it had some DJ talking over the start or the end of the song, you know. And there was there were some crazy radio stations back then. So I remember listening to sort of Red Dragon FM and yeah. Long Wave Radio Atlantic Two Five Two was huge. We all used to listen to that because they played the most hits with like l- l- less talking. Um, so radio became the thing. And then obviously when I went clubbing, that was that was another thing. Well, yeah. I'm
0: I'm older than you by a massive margin. And it was always the Radio 1 Top 40. Yeah, okay. And that you tape. And it was great because yeah. there was a guy who hosted a rock show on Radio 1 called Tommy Vance. Yeah. And for a few years, he did the Top 40 on a Sunday. But I think he knew that people wanted to tape it because ah. he never talked over it. Oh, really? So okay. he would say, for example, Adamant is, and the jingle would go, number 12. And the song would start straight ah. away. And he would let it end. So it was so he easy. Knew, yeah. You'd spend your Sunday nights recording the top 40 and then you listen to I them. do
1: have memories of listening to the top 40 on a Sunday back in the like sort of late 90s and being out in the garden in the sun listening to I think it was yeah. Dr. Fox at the time on commercial radio. I met him years later actually, I had a chat with him, he was lovely. But I, that was a, that was a huge thing as well. So obviously when I was younger top of the pops on a Thursday and then yeah. a bit older it was the charts on a Sunday.
0: Your eighth choice on this edition of Music Was My First Love is one that Susie Bailey chose when she was here, Artful Dodger, Craig David and Rewind.
1: Yeah, um, basically this was came out in 99 and I was studying in Southampton at the time in uni and it was a huge song and it was all the thing everywhere you went but both the Artful Dodger and Craig David are from Southampton so they used to sneak into our, we had like a special club that was just for students, you had to have a, an NUS card to get in yeah. And they'd always come in there. Um, and they were so they were so much fun. And the Artful Dodger, he was great. He used to stand in the corner where me and my friends always used to go. And he had these bright white trainers. You couldn't miss him. And um, I was trying to get into radio at the time. And, I, and I, I knew who he was. I was a bit, like, upset is the word. Because he used to get free drinks and everything. So he stood next to me. And I was like, oh. He thinks, he's the, he thinks he's the kid, you know, coming in here, getting all these free drinks. So I basically told him, like, I don't think your song is much good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what he said? What? I agree with you, but all these people are fooled. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was the thing. And he was, they were so down to earth and so lovely. They they were really good. Yeah, that was the song of that year. I think it was huge.
0: When the crowd say bow, select a, wind when the crowd say bo, select, uh, when the crowd say bo, select, uh, when the crowd say bo, 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 when the crowd say bo, select, uh, You've recorded a number of shows for Radio Glamorgan with Luke Davis. Yes, uh, playing some songs by Swedish artists. It's a special part of the will for you, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah, I, I moved to Sweden a while back now, and <laughs> I lived there for nine years. So. Uh... I, I know a lot about the Swedish lifestyle and music scene as well, and they've obviously got a lot of music that comes from Sweden and is produced in Sweden, even stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think of. And Luke's a huge fan of Eurovision hmm. and Sweden as well. So we've done a few shows looking at the history of Eurovision and basically a lot of the music that comes from, from Sweden or comes from Swedish producers.
0: Was there life in music in Sweden before Amper?
1: There was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that they're back before ABBA, you know, they did have lots of Swedish music. They didn't always record it in English, for example, mm. so ABBA did both. Um, but they, they've got a heavy sort of folk music scene and lots of um, bands that do tours. And in the summer, it's a huge part of their lifestyle because, obviously, the winter is so dark and so cold. Yeah. When summer comes, everyone wants to go outside, and that's when music gets played everywhere and they have live music is so big out there bands that tour around there's so many really popular bands that are in sweden that no one else knows about in the world because they just tour around sweden yeah and they're really good everyone another thing i think is that all the schools give free instruments and music lessons so everyone has you know learning music from a young age in sweden so there's a lot of talent that comes from there
0: Tell me about your ninth choice great track from Niles Barkley.
1: Yeah, this actually reminds me of when I was working at a radio station up north. And when you work in radio, you have the radio on all day. So if I was on an early shift, I'd be there from sort of 5.30 in the morning, or 4.30 in the morning until 1, or I'd be there from sort of 10 till till 6. And in the newsroom, you've got the radio playing all the time just in case anything happens, you know, so you're listening to it. And this song was number one back when I was working at TFM up in the north and um, it was played about five times an hour maybe because it was number one. So I hated it at the time, but whenever I hear it now, it takes me right back, as music does, to being in that time and everything feels like it was yesterday. So I love hearing that song because it reminds me of a really good time when I was working at a great station with such a bunch of creative and fun people we were laughing every day. And I did some great sort of journalistic pieces. It was a really fun time in my life. So hearing this song just takes me right back to that.
0: Your final choice, Claudia, is from... The late uh, Vici, someone who left us far too early. Yeah,
1: he did, didn't he? Yeah. This also goes back to my time in Sweden, obviously. Um, I already liked house music, which was a big part of my life. And then I got into...
0: (laughs) 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 Claudia just saw somebody she knew walking past.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, basically, Swedish house mafia were massive back in those days. So... I really got into that side of things, and then Avicii came on the back of that, I think. And this was his first breakthrough song that was massive in 2013. Since then, he's made so many other songs or been involved with artists that mm. were really big. And I remember actually being in Sweden the week that he died. And that weekend, I think he died on a Friday, that weekend, he um they played so much music on the radio that was fantastic. And it was all of his work that he'd done and, done and the stuff he'd collaborated on. So Avicii, I didn't realise he'd had so many partnerships and worked on so many other things. And he was so young, even when he started, really. Yeah. And he started because of his love for music. I really liked the story of how he got into it, but then it all got a bit too much for him. So it's quite a sad... Troubled yeah. soul. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Although you're not currently hosting a regular show on Radio Glamorgan, you're still enjoying being part of the team, aren't
1: Oh, absolutely, you? yeah. I love it. I love coming here. It's a great team. They do some fantastic work in the studio and outside of the studio, you know, raising money, doing things for patients. It's a really good thing to get involved with, absolutely.
0: And as for the future, is broadcasting still up there as a first love? Well yeah,
1: absolutely. I love I loved broadcasting, and um, when I was... When I was a journalist, obviously I'd go out and do stories and edit things, but my favourite part was always reading the news. I don't know what it is about being in the studio, doing live radio, talking on the mic. It's just fantastic. You get such a buzz out of it and it never leaves you. Lovely to see you, Claudia. Thanks for coming in. You too. Thank you, Andrew. Wake me up when it's all over
0: to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteer Claudia Hamilton has been choosing 10 of her favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and join me again soon when another Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses 10 of their favourite tracks
1: on another edition of Music Was My First Love.